Okay, so episode two, more about it. Let's talk about what happened in this house of horrors, okay? <laughs> Baby, let me tell you, that ancestral energy that was floating through that place mm. and the magic that was happening, it was, listen, these people, I, you know, they just into all kinds foolishness and madness and debauchery and treachery <laughs> and white you know, world the white yes, world <laughs> listen listen the way that these ancestors showed up and saved their lives is absolutely incredible right and it also is a nod to um the uncle george is that right yes this brother was reading to save their lives yes he was you hear what i said how important literacy is for black people <laughs> listen yes that's what i was going to say reading with purpose yeah. and intention yeah the things that he was reading that's the fact that he was reading this sci-fi stuff and i mean just like all this quote, like that that's not word. even something Liter that traditional literacy as black people we would even think that we're reading listen. and so the fact that they showed that as an interest and like they were in it like you know literacy even to the map liberation did you hear what i said <laughs> literacy is liberation, liberation. all right repeat it all together deep. literacy is liberation literacy is liberation literacy baby is liberation. let me help Absolutely. you this man's reading is saving lives and okay. save their necks so I have one mm -hmm. observation of the uh, moving on up scene. And I don't mm -hmm. know if it was true about the writer's room, but this is how it appeared to me. So we had, you know, George jumping around. He's got all the books and he could stay in the room forever. Then we had Letty. She's got the clothes and she was like, oh, let me talk about the clothes in a second. You got to go back to Letty's clothes. He's doing his thing and she's gorgeous. And then what got me was that Tick was sitting in the room and he had, he was sitting there and he's, was striking a pose of, to me, go back and watch it, Rodan's The Thinker. Thinker. Was, he absolutely was. Okay, because he just looked like he was sitting on that thing like that, and I said, oh man, they're going into classical art now. Okay, all right, I'm an artist. But it was, was art, like, ah. it was music, it was Everything. literature, it was all connected. But more, was, more to it than that, this, that they're, scene they're deep. of Rodan's they, they Thinker are deep. is part of a bigger artistic piece called The Gate to Hell. Oh, yes. The Gate to Hell by Rodin. Yes. Let me just put that right down there, okay? Yes. I said, these people are deep. <laughs> but even in terms of the use of the song, Bodies on the Moon, talking about all the technology, the this and the that, in terms of going into outer space, where these, these dual worlds, where at the same time, we have all this poverty and this oppression. I mean, I just, it was so very nostalgic. I used to know that song by heart on it. You know, a rat you know hit my sister Nell and Whitey's on, on the moon. moon. Her arms and legs began to swell, but Whitey's, Whitey's on, on the moon. moon. Let me tell you. on and on. Gil's got hair on. I mean, I just love the way everything was artistically put together. I don't know if y'all remember, they, I, they didn't do the song, but at one point, Tick said, did, 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 did that happen right after I shot the sheriff? I thought they were going to Yes, I shot the sheriff. But I did not shoot the uh, deputy. Deputy. <laughs> Come on. Sheriff. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's black people forgetting their trauma, trying but to forget was, the trauma. Yeah. That's what yeah. it was. But that and was part of the magic, too. Part of the mask. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, part of, oh, part of the magic. I'm sorry, I thought you said part of the mask. Yeah. And where did that butler come from? Don't know. But see, that's what investing yes. in capitalism, mm-hmm. right, and going after the things that the larger culture says is important will make you forget yes. the trauma, right, that's imposed on you in order to have access to those things. The right? master's Come on. Did y'all see the part? Did y'all yeah. see the part? Yeah. Because it might have been past a number of people where they were they were going to the town and there were some children around. They were saying, ashes, ashes, yes. y'all fall down. There's some kind of symbolism behind that nursery rhyme a ring around the rosies. Pockets. I think it's about smallpox or something. Yes, I don't know, but it was something that I, I don't know. I thought that there was there was some meaning for them to put that in there at that at that point. The original Ring Around the Rosie was yeah. Um, a, yeah. a song about small. But you know, I think mm-hmm. I think a lot of the things they put in are for a history lesson, right? Because if you had not mm-hmm. heard Whitey mm-hmm. on the Moon, you know, because you don't know, because all you know is sci-fi. So let's say you're you're watching this from the sci-fi perspective, and mm-hmm. you don't know that that poem Whitey on the Moon that's a history lesson for you. Like everything is intentional. Yeah. And when Jordan Peele, and we didn't mention this, Jordan Peele being one of the producers in his movies, I mean, everything had a meaning. When you go back and listen to how he describes things, every little detail has a meaning. So Nikichi, yes, mm-hmm. saying, you know, the ashes, ashes, we all fall down, that had a meaning. They're giving you a history lesson in every scene. There is a history lesson. Mm-hmm. I mean, going back to the first episode, the history, because that, um, why did they paint the White House white? I had no clue. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, even that, I was like, well, okay, Uh educate me. because Uncle George, thank you, Uncle George. Why did they paint the White House white? It's about teaching. Yeah. Yeah. There's always an unpacking, right, which points to the ways in which Black people write. Um, If you look at Morrison and her writing, everything, there's always a secondary and a tertiary lesson when you're reading Morrison. It's never what's on the surface. Like for Beloved, the family's name is Breed Love, but they never breed love. As a matter Mm. of fact, they're very abusive towards one another physically, sexually, emotionally, they're extremely abusive, right? And so what are the implications of this lack of breeding love towards one another and towards their children, right? Mm -hmm. And so that makes you think about what happens when there's a lack of self-love in families and how does that spread out into communities, right? And so I see this series as calling us to kind of ask these deeper questions, right? What are the implications of what's happening, right? When Letitia is sitting down and eating this food and forgetting, I also think it's a call to the so-called talented 10th folks who have access Mm. to these higher echelons and are not thinking about the people who are pounding at the gate saying that I'm hungry, I don't have, my children can't go to school because they don't have iPads, laptops, Wi-Fi, food for lunch. That's, that's it right there. That right. you're so busy acquiring the things that capitalism say that you must have, that you're forgetting about the communal nature of who we are as a people and how we've managed to make it thus far. That's, that's what I see, that kind of amnesia, that historical amnesia, that monetary amnesia that capitalism will fund. Right, I made it, so why can't you? 
Mm-hmm. I got there, yeah. so why can't you? Because we know we're going to see it in episode four because they only let one in. That's why. The rise <laughs> of meritocracy. That's what that's about. Okay, so now the other thing I wanted to talk about in this uh, in this episode, because there are so many things, of course, mm-hmm. is uh, we get to meet the reason why this whole thing is going on is because they're looking for Tick's father mm-hmm. because Tick got the letter and the father is missing. And so they make this journey to Artem County to find, uh, to find Montrose. And so now they're on the search for Montrose and they're stuck in this house and all this shiggity is going on in here. And, um, okay. We, we realize who the owner of the house is and how are we introduced to him in this, With no uh, anesthesia. this bizarre room that they finally get taken into and he's lying on this operating table and it's like what that was is his sacrifice going on that's to I, the the group the crew that's that the he same was about way to they feed. used to operate just, on black people that was just that was the exact way With no anesthesia on us none cutting his own daggone liver out mm-hmm. slicing it up to the to the group. Why are you doing it? <laughs> oh, oh, that was that was oh disgusting. Oh, did you see that that thing that yeah, came out his wavering. pants? I, I was like, wavering. <laughs> I was like, sir, what are you doing? And why? Wh- what? Yes. And then for him to be healed, like nothing had happened at all. And and who and who is it? It's 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 from scandal. It's like President Gerald, who we so were I, who we were rooting for in scandal is now this like you know white supremacist. <laughs> no, yeah. don't do this to me. Which that this white supremacist uh, warlock or witch? That being oh, but thank mm. God Uncle George kept his kept his senses about him. But oh, okay, let's talk about the hallucination scenes and the three different hallucinations that everybody was having in the house. So here we go with another symptom of white surveillance because they don't even realize yes. that they are they're being watched constantly, mm-hmm. constantly being watched. And, and you know, even at the breakfast table, George said we're being watched. And um again, mm-hmm. here it was, they're in the rooms, they think that they're um just kind of relaxing and they, they are all they are all telling their inner demon or want right so but there was a there's a photo Letty right before or a painting thinking that she's that you saw tick. right before with that scene well, of, she was more know, than seeing adam it. and eve and the snake coming out and it's just that symbolism that wasn't the, just seeing the, uh, <laughs> the religious <laughs> aspect of it was yes, yeah yes. it was that was not right yeah yeah the, the painting in the wall yeah, yeah, the, the, yes had yeah. <laughs> yes. another wife before Eve. I was out my mind on that. And the misogyny. Yeah. The misogyny, the blaming of Eve for the so-called downfall of man without thinking that Eve was a thinker. Eve was an intellect. Eve wanted to know, is there more to life beyond this? There has to be more to life beyond this and her asking the question and noticing that the serpent went to her not Walking in the news no nope. that wasn't it but the eve but the serpent <laughs> talking to eve because eve was smart this the, the adam had been there this whole time <laughs> not a word not a word 
Listen, around, chilling, just, happy, just, just chilling. To the wall, just doing what he does, right? <laughs> Eve shows up, right? But you know, if 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 we go into some other Jewish traditions, his first wife Not was the podcast, Eve, right? He had a different first wife. <laughs> Uh, and she was banished from the garden she, because she yeah, refused she's actually never heard she one of those to things. submit to Adam. Right. So she oh, was yeah, banished. I don't know that book, but yeah, go ahead. No, that's not the same. You teaching me. I'm learning. That's another. That's <laughs> that. That's another. What are those books? That comes out of a different. Uh, that comes from the Jewish tradition that Eve had another. That Adam had another wife before Eve, and her name was Lilith. Right. Oh, Lilith, I've heard that Lilith before. Lilith refused okay. to submit. Lilith was banished, so now we have Eve. Who oh, so she's the second, she's a trophy wife. She's, well, second wife, but you know, the, the Christian text doesn't give space to that. So now you have Lilith's name being associated with something evil, evil. and she'll kill children yeah. and all this kind of stuff. He's right? inquisitive. So here comes Eve, who Adam is expected to submit and do all of these things. And God says, you know, don't eat of the tree. You know, you can have all of this, but that Adam is like, dope, do dope, do dope, fine. Eve is like, well, well, why not? I mean, what's what's the issue? Yeah, the serpent, right? Because right, the serpent is is saying, well, mm-hmm. is yeah, it let's let's let's, let's, let's be careful about some juggy boogie though, because Christina is still that's right. my argument. Yeah, yeah, right. That's Christina as a right. woman. Christina she is like, not Christina is of, like very just off uh, she, she, is. Is. she can't do anything all you had to do is come yeah, in here and be a man and get the ring tick says and i'm not even i'm not even a white man <laughs> yep That's i'm right. not even a white man i said oh uh-huh. christina was like she can't she can't even come in the room and that definitely pops Man. off in episode four, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. And, she, and she Christina, what is she doing she when, when the uh, story. the father is having the little operation? She knows the, the self surgery. Well, he was doing this whole it himself. mystery. She's studying. The, she has the book know, in her hand. life, mm-hmm. and she has she's an studying. agenda. She's always no watching. Doubt. Christina is. Uh, you gotta keep your eye on that girl there, because she's uh-huh. in trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She got an agenda. And it's always Dating. about how women always yep. have to prove themselves more, right? We have to show up more. We have to do more. We have to work more. We always have to work harder, even if we're smarter, that men will get the chance before we do simply because they're men. The patriarchy! Right? She right. Is, I'm right, telling but, you. But, yep. Right. Right. But I'm saying if, if we're looking at gender, right, yes. that's true because of gender. Now, when you bring <laughs> race into it and then you bring class into it, that's a different kind of intersectional argument because we know that black women definitely have to work harder than white women, as do Latinx women. We're we're very clear about that, right? But my money's on Letitia fucking Lewis in any Hello. one of these battles. Every <laughs> always bet on black. I got five on Letty. And the thing is, they, they're actually showing that, exactly what you were just saying, Michelle, they're showing the fact that, you know, you have this white woman who does have, you know, the, the she has this, all this knowledge and somewhat power because of her status mm-hmm. and because she's white, right? But you have, you show, you see the black woman who is doing work 
who is, you know, still showing her intelligence right. and her power and her skill set. Um, but she has to she has to push through not only being right. black, but I'm a black woman. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we see in the first the episode where she broke down that whole well, women can't because she showed you what she could do mm-hmm. when she told you to get out the effing restaurant. So, exactly. <laughs> so that you have all, this perceived you know, power, right? And then you have this actual power. And did you see the right? ancestor? The perceived power the ancestor is Christina, woman. The right? ancestor yeah. so she does have some power now, right? Yeah. But then you have this actual power. The ability right. to really well, the teacher, move. Lady is thinking out of, outside the box in her power. She's doing. thinking she's outside of the box. And you see that in, power, in episode three. I know in the theory, does, but in episode right. three, so you have, so, so, so you have this <laughs> she's thinking out of the of box. This like, okay, this like isn't working. This is working. Let me see. And I think it's actual. She is. Yes. Oh, baby, I can't wait to get there. Oh, <laughs> don't eat that. That's my favorite thus far. But before before we get to episode three, I just want to go over episode two and the dinner because that had one of my favorite lines in the entire episode. Like, don't yeah. eat that. <laughs> don't eat no, that. No, that my line was, I want everybody something, something. <laughs> to get the F out. And they was like, what? He was like, um. They did. Yes. Oh, they George, had, George ran it down. I have no the point. bylaws. Anna, I yes. I got the bylaws. And it's so sad. Anna came through. Law, she loophole. said, OK. There's a loophole that if you are a direct <laughs> descendant on. of blah, blah, my blah, ancestor and I do believe is Atticus is. Yes. Come Can on. we hear it for Hannah? Can we hear it for Hannah? Yeah, absolutely. Black absolutely. women stay coming through in the clutch, baby. Always. Stay coming oh my through. God, they had Always. And that's in episode two. You see it twice. You saw well, you saw episode one, Letitia coming uh-huh. through in the clutch. And then uh-huh. now you see Hannah coming through. Like every episode, I feel like you see the, the black woman coming through right, in the right. end to, to say yeah. coming up in three too. We'll get to three mm-hmm. we'll see you through. Black right? women stay Woo. saving lives. We we consistently Absolutely. do that. We consistently put our life on the line to ensure that our communities can continue they to say, y'all didn't save me. That yeah. And well. it doesn't stop when we take our last breath, I'm a believer that our work continues even afterwards. Well, and I think we saw that in this episode too, when they finally do escape the house and they think they're out and they're running, they find Montrose, which I love that scene where he was like, look, I want you, he tells, he tells him, he says, because I'm the son of whatever, great, 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 great. Montrose does You have to do it. I want my father. And he takes him down there. And I love the reference With handcuffs on. Like it was a new Because he's a nerd kid. I did read the book. I was like, he does a tunnel. He does a tunnel. Get to the tunnel. How did he do all that mess? He came out of that ground. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. To to Nina Simone's Blackbird, I, like shut the front door. Yeah. <laughs> Tell that. me we are not creative. Ask them Tell why me they were there. We don't have a different aesthetic. Tell and me tell you don't you get some black women on TV. I did not believe. Yeah. I saved myself. Wow. I did not believe oh, okay. that. Wow. He came up different. Something different about him. <laughs> 
something like, different. Like, oh, I just stopped by. Came out cousin. What are y'all doing here? <laughs> right. What you doing said, here, sir? <laughs> Wait a minute. Because George was so funny. Hey, Montrose. I was like, like yeah. Yeah. Can we yeah. get out? Letty got to Letty got to Letty got to pull him back to reality. They're gonna start a man fight in the middle of the freaking you know monsters and there's there's a hundred eyed beast and and they got all these white people chanting yeah, in the house and it's gonna have a a brother conversation out here yelling screaming about who should say what the who. Letty's like, can we get out of here? Can we go now, please? But I tell right. you, when they got stuck mm-hmm. on the on the covered bridge, I screamed because I did not see that coming. Oh. That was I love I love the depth of all of the intellectual kind of stuff that they do. Yes. And then mm-hmm. just the pure suspense, like Michelle says she likes. Just like this is just a chase movie. We're just gonna break it down to like get mm. out. <laughs> and they're just running. And I mean, mm-hmm. wham, right into the spell wall, and everybody came tumbling out of that car. And I could not believe the next scene. That was just like <sighs> No. It, it hurt. I don't believe this is going to be the last that we see of Uncle George. I, I, I was thinking that as well. Bingo. I said that there's some, something else Can is going to come out. Can we talk about how pages, brilliant? You know, even so, after you know, episode four, the something else is coming how in. Um, I believe that are. his wife, so here we are and again, a black woman saving the day. And I believe the daughter. That you know, the, yeah. the parents, of course, try to bring it out. Yes, yes, yes. You know, but the fact that they know the Listen. stars and the, Listen. you know, how the the Earth orbits oh and, and everything with astrology and just knowing all of this, like they, she she's an equal to her husband George, mm-hmm. right? Hippolytic because she's she's well read as well, and she's like, let me go out on the road. I could do this. Oh yes. She she knows it. Mm-hmm. She is. Boletta. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? She's an astronomer. She is she is serious. Mm-hmm. Astrophysicist. I don't know what their father is, but we're jumping over to to four now. But um I just want to finish with uh <laughs> because before we get to the astrophysicists, we want to come back to the uh, the ultimate battle scene in episode two, where we realize that the whole reason why Tick has been led there, the letter was fake, everything was fake, Christina mm. was leading them, saving them, the monsters saving them from, you know, the first episode, it was all to get Tick there because he was the reservoir of power that they needed mm. to open the gates of Eden. And I thought this was some of the best uh, special effects I had ever seen because I was terrified when they had, mm. you know, in order to bring George back to life, Tick had to do this willingly. And so he gives up his black body. He's going to sacrifice his black body that the white man needs to get something done one more time. And here he is with the stuff coursing through him and everything is going. And I was scared to death. I was like, oh, Jesus, what's going to happen now? The poor Tick, I don't understand it. And here she comes. Hannah. She said, no. He took that ring and put it to the screen, baby. She was like, no, baby. No, Not baby another boy. black body today. I got mm-hmm. you, baby boy. Baby, baby, Not baby, today. baby, baby boy. <laughs> you, yeah. Not today. You mine. Not today. 
She was like, this is not happening. No, I burned this stuff down before. I'm going right. to bring it down again. Because yeah. we know that Hannah, and that's another thing I wanted to talk about. What is with the family secrets? Like, only one person knows something, and they don't tell the story. George told no one about Hannah. Tick didn't know about this. But isn't that the story of black culture? Like, isn't oh, that George, our thing? Is we, George, and, and we are we were taught George. to lose our um, culture. We were taught uh, to stop telling the full story and to father. keep the Who secret. And you know, everything doesn't need to be said. So oh, the fact yeah. that they're showing and highlighting how detrimental it is, mm-hmm. <laughs> basically, mm-hmm. for us not to know to not um, tell, is tell just, our stories. Yeah, it's an homage to where we are today. Because how many? I mean, I know even for myself. I don't know my to- my whole lineage mm-hmm. because it, it there we some LA's to in that it. as well. Like, you know, because you don't, you don't need to look any further. And told that it was worthless, that it wasn't mm-hmm. anything. So that's mm-hmm. why all of us hit the wall. Like um there was one scene, okay, I'm going to another movie now, and it it's the great debaters, which is like one of my favorite movies. Right. And yeah. Denzel says that yes, Denzel says at one point, he says, I was one of the first people that got a birth certificate in so and so. So I he, you know, he said he didn't have a birth certificate. He said, so I can lie about my age. And then they laugh. He said, you think that's funny to not to have your birth not recorded, to not have your death recorded, to not have your life recorded. He said, it's not funny. And that's exactly what was going on here. So this whole history was not recorded. It was not passed down to the next generation. But, but somehow George got it, but didn't give it to Montrose, you know, didn't give it to Tick. But he tick needed it now, and there was Hannah. I was like, "Oh, let's, yes, Jesus, thank you, thank you." Mm-hmm. George is the uncle. Montrose. Well, George that's, said that's she may I'm not be your dad. Yeah, because oh, well, according to so, episode two, and and it seemed Montrose. like the mother and George <laughs> had a really, yeah. really oh, interesting relationship. But she probably talked well, to like him more because what did George want to tell? If they talked to Montrose, it seems like they both had relations. They both had yep. relations. That's I mean, with exactly with her, he did say that. Tick's mom. Exactly what he said. But also, because. Mm-hmm. George seemed to have more information about her ancestry. I just get Dora. a sense that they talked more. Mm-hmm. You know that he was. Mm-hmm. Calm. I don't know how she got hooked you up. You see, Montrose is he's he's buck wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes crazy i i can i can you know make up a story here you know montrose probably took a few hits to her she came george was protecting her you know oh baby uh don't cry oh shoot you know how that happens (laughs) i don't know know they seem more suited in that and and george's Uh hallucination that's when i thought george was going to die in the hallucination because he was so like okay you know he was so that scene with dora my, um, Tick's mother. Uh-huh. That was so sweet. I just said, like, ooh, it's almost like he's. Uh, I'm gonna see you in a minute, baby. <laughs> I don't know. That. But was, then he kissed her on the forehead, which made a he, he said he it, it, it you're shifted. not real. It it removed this the the, the kind of sexuality, the sexual. Oh, it was nature. pure love. It yeah, and, and that, and and then it turned out it was the yeah. white girl. So that, and I think he he may have sensed that as yes. well. Um that something amiss 
what's happening. Yeah, I, I know you're not real. So, yeah, this is. So I got a question. I got a question. And oh no, no, I answered my okay. Because because the blood is coming down through Dora to tick, right? Okay, I got it. I'm back. Okay. Well, I have a question, though, about in episode two, because there was something that I found interesting with them knowing, you know, all the surveillance, right? We you know all this surveillance that's on them. Um, the idea that they would allow George, because they had to allow him access to this hidden room. Right, like to allow him to be able to find all of these books and to have, like, how is it that he was able to, or what do you think oh, the reason was? So. Christina, Christina that did that. She's trying to okay. subvert yeah. the system. She's okay. trying to, she, she, she's she was trying Christina to, was the one that did all of the hallucinations, right? Uh-huh. I think I think they all may have. Well, the blood. The Christina blood. was I mean, watching the hallucinations. It yeah. wasn't anybody else watching the hallucinations. It was Christina. But it Christina was let him get in that room. But what about all the men? And then what's his name said something to her. Oh yeah, they were there. Yeah, they were all kind of kind of watching. Sabrina but I think Christina that. is trying to subvert the order so yes. she can insert herself. I, I think that's what she's doing. She's trying to right. subvert and deconstruct. That's what she's doing. By yeah. giving the folks, by giving people who shouldn't have access all the access. And let's just break it down yeah. to what it is today. It's just like, you know, here we go, feminist white woman trying to say da 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 telling all the white people, the black people to do all the work. You're going to be the soldiers. You're going to do this, do that. And then when it all gets done, she's going to take <laughs> over. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. okay, that's how I saw that. Wow. She's letting, she's letting these three black people get this power for her, use them to get the power. And then she's going to come in and like she just said at the end of the other episode, you know, you can't go around shooting white women. But here's something else. I think, I think that Letitia is pregnant with Tick's baby. Because when she has sex with him, I think this might be episode three. Yeah. yeah she was a virgin. And well, they had sex for the first time. She, she said she said she was a virgin. She was a virgin. Yeah. And the blood, right? Yes. She denied, she said, she covered it up by saying she was on her, she didn't know she was on her cycle. But yeah. then later in the episode, so let's look at she, the she black woman situation. If we can for a moment, right. because and so between Letitia and her sister. And you know, you have to the bring it back to And then what that girl ended was up with like the last part of episode four with what she was playing the role with the white boy and she was dressed. She was hypersexual and fast and all of this stuff, right? That is not necessarily true. So she offers us a performance of these stereotypes, but that is not actually who she is. And maybe she was just having a good time with. Exactly, but that's funny because that puts me on to Beyonce. Like, if you think about who she is to the public, this whole Sasha Fierce persona, Sasha Fierce, um, like this is who I am. Like you said, that hypersexual, and you know, but she's in in closed door. She's quick to say. I mean, I can't speak on who she is in closed doors because I don't know her, but you know, she's quick to say that 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 persona Mm -hmm. is not who she is. So even to see Letitia you know, overly, like, you looked at her and you thought, oh, she, she get around girl. Like, she, you know, she the one, she done seen some things and been some places. So, to, for her to break down and, and explain that that's not who she is, mm-hmm. you know, that was that, that, that dual side of a Black woman and who we play 
on television and who we are in real life. But it's also... <laughs> oh, we love Ruby. Well, hold on, girl. We ain't there yet, but we gonna get there. <laughs> I think with Letitia, that's also a piece about centering Black women's sexuality and sensuality and oh. how problematic that is, right? And how folks feel the need to police that uh -oh. and label that, right? And label it as something negative, right? And, and it's the question of, have Black people ever really owned you their think there was anything in sexuality? Christina's have name, Christina, like little crutches? Right, Christina, of the history you know. of slavery and white supremacy, the commodification of black women's uh, wombs and all of that. Have yeah. we reclaimed <laughs> our bodies, our sexuality and our sensuality, right? Because if yeah, we not, have- not, not even close. And if we've centered it, then we, wouldn't, then we wouldn't find it necessary, right? To give it these names that would say that the body is bad right because in an african understanding of who we are there is no division between the between the sacred and the and and the secular it's all together there's no division right so there's nothing wrong with you being sensual and sexual and all of that now there's a level of responsibility that comes with that right but there's nothing wrong with that it's only in this context in which we exist that there's a bifurcation right between the body and between the soul and that makes it problematic which is why american culture has this hang-up around sex and that sex is bad and they and, put it all on the bible right right christianity christianity right. coming in and here as we saw the you know the snake Listen, the snake dick it was exactly. like okay wow what are you saying to me what are you saying that's exactly. what it was <laughs> right sex it was is like i was bad. like <laughs> Absolutely. Mm. Well, I, I don't know because I, I don't know if the Christ Brath I know White. is like that. Christina Brath White. <laughs> Christina no. Born White. I mean, what are you saying? I, I don't know. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, and, and even and even um, you know we're gonna see it in four. The the the, the black uh, ticks last name. So I'll, I'll leave that for four. But uh, yeah, as we saw with Breedlove, I mean, the name, the naming of the even Letitia, Letitia mm -hmm. in in the Urban Dictionary. What is what is Letitia? What is a Letitia? What is the? It's a it's the it's the woman that wants to to love. Look up in the Urban Dictionary what Letitia means, mm -hmm. and you will see that it is a woman that is uh, loving and wants to be loved, and you know, it's just and, and it's it's you know, it's it, they pick these names on purpose. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I didn't see Jonathan any particular um, meaning in Atticus. Atticus, but uh, tick, as Tick's name is short, the derivative of, but I love that name, Atticus. Uh, yeah, the back shot. I love shot. that you call him Tick. Uh, he, and that's my, oh, <laughs> I am loving some Jonathan Majors. Can we just have a moment for me to go? Oh, we all my God. Go in. Go in. Go in it's like, is he going to take his shirt off again in this episode? Oh, yeah, take your shirt off, Tick. But that back <laughs> shot, though. Hello. Listen, listen to me. There's something about a back. 
I love a good back. Oh, chick. Hello, baby. It may not sound right when we. It's right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Y'all know what we mean. What, we, what were we just saying? Back. There's nothing but wrong with the separation right? of the body. And then God made that. Good. <laughs> we had the I'm, I'm the... calling that good. I'm calling that good. too. That was a scene. That bathroom. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, we got three. Baby. Got an encore. The house is destroyed. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm. it was. I played it that back. That bathroom was a scene. I rolled mm-hmm. it back. I saw but it twice. It was that basement. <laughs> That blessed. Okay, so we're going into episode okay. three. Okay, all right. We finished with two. Are we done with two? And so I at the end of two, so. no, because okay, can I just the, say the house is destroyed. Hannah and Tick have brought the house down the to sand and dust, that emotion, and everything like is just all raw. of those ashes to ashes. Ashes, ashes, Okay, I can't say that word. Nobody is saying. All right, Anything. so now we're going to and episode three, and and then hearing Leon Bridges' river in the background. That I was, I was in tears. I was in tears because that the music, mm-hmm. the music, oh, their yeah. reactions uh. to him Holy dying and that was the, a little bit much for me. Their, emo- their raw emotions without uttering a word. I was mm-hmm. crying. I, I was, was crying. So when he was yeah. Yes, Michael K. Williams, love him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he definitely. Boardwalk Empire. He just mm-hmm. he he tears that that mm-hmm. whole every scene that he's in. He tears up. He's just mm-hmm. great in it. But even Mar- yeah, Montrose, they, they, I mean, Michael K. They Williams got that scene else. down. I was mm-hmm. I was he, very he, pleased he's always to been see one of my favorite oh, yeah. how like, they really and Boardwalk Empire. That's when I first saw dialogue and just just the music and their faces. Hmm. Yes. <sighs> oh my God! Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was definitely. Mm. Okay, so mm-hmm. now we go. They brought in the history. They brought in the current and stuff Letty and mixed it all pioneer. up with the supernatural. <laughs> my God, today. Oh my, oh my God! And so here we go. And uh, I, I'm like, okay, I'm spacing on what the episode was called. I'm sorry. <laughs> And um, Whitey on the Moon. We have, I think uh, for my, I think for was, me too. And I, 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 I and it starts so crazy with that. Ghost. I ain't afraid Holy of no ghosts. Holy ghosts. Because I really Holy believe ghost. in that, that spirit world. That Not that it exists Episode three in my day to day, everyday favorite. life. But I really believe that the ancestors <laughs> are there. Absolute thus far, it, hands down. It was wow. scary. Now there's no doubt it was scary. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that that was probably my favorite thus far too. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. And again, uh-huh. we start with the terror being the white people. You know, the is the, the guys yes. with the with the bricks yes. on the horn and. They would put oh, the yeah. signs up, and I, I love Ruby with the with car. The you know, they were having the housewarming oh, party, and Ruby had the car ready, and they knew what to do. Yes, we had yes. the Freddie Gray, you know, episode so, minute there. Oh man, they were they were doing it in here. Yeah, 
Right. Uh, reference to James Baldwin. Yes, yes. It was done. so much. They, they, they went into the whole thing with Ruby wanting to be the first black person at Marshall Field. Like, this was her goal. Mm -hmm. That's all she wanted to do. <laughs> and, you know, coming into mm -hmm. this neighborhood and having everybody, no, 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 no. It was like, you know, raising in the sun time. Here we go. And it, it was just incredible. And then, okay, then we saw... The, the bed sheet come off of Letty and, and I was out of my mind. Like, what was that? She was that? Was that yeah, that the, she did? The, oh, oh, this, this ghost. Yeah, I was. I was. You know, oh, it's I like we're done. we're seeing that it. Whole, and I can't I was so nervous about everything. Obviously, Once that came wrong over her, the whole episode, I was like, that, okay, something's about to happen. Like the entire episode. I was in. You wake up and you think, you were like, what's going on? You know, you're just like you're just a dream. Nothing. Mm-hmm. It's elder, yes. <gasps> yeah, she's looking out the window. But even with the, the symbolism with that, the pulling back the cover, you know, mm -hmm. just the, because that's what they've been doing this entire time is pulling back the cover on all of these secrets. Like even that, like the, the symbolism in the show is amazing mm. to me. It is so <laughs> deep. The way that they're yeah. <laughs> But she she's also pulling her. back the veil between the two mm -hmm. worlds again and even <laughs> making it more evident for um, Letty, right? And and to me, that was just incredible. Like the I said, sacrificial lamb. That oh, go to that house. Hey. I, when I tell you, I sat straight <laughs> up. I said, oh, baby. When I saw the goat said, come up the steps, I was like, oh, I the said, poor little goat. I said, we're about to get into some business today. I said, we're going about to get into some business today. Hello. Listen, Hello. the sacrificial goat, right? And I, and I love that scene of the white boy next door looking through the window where we had that uh, the surveillance again of them you know there was that just that moment where he was looking and he saw them come up the stairs with the goat and i was like oh god mm -hmm. i didn't know whether he was a the ghost or whether he oh, oh no he's looking from the next house at yeah because they're, they're trying to come and sneak in yeah, yeah. You yeah. but the little boy who asked the question he the right he board? asked the question oh that scared me no, to sorry. death because i was no, like sorry. which one of the spirits was talking to diane because i mean it was now, diane a lot of people do not know that like, they, a lot of people have never even heard of sundown <laughs> towns. Mm. That's what I'm saying. It was it's like a teaching was, to when you have the, 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 the connection together between Jordan Peele and Misha Green. It was that I mean, Misha from Angelina. the underground, um, yes. um, you That's know, series and all that history. You know, and then Jordan from the um, answer, but uh, from the supernatural, from the horror, <laughs> with the black perspective. I also <laughs> like the fact that all of this is happening. I think one of you said it before. Also, that all of this was happening in the location that it was happening. You know, you see all of this in Chicago and Boston. Um, and episode three was where I really felt it um, because I was like, you know, for me, when you when you learned about all of this historically, when you learned about it, you always just set it down south, right? All yes. of this racism mm -hmm. and everything. And so to see that mm -hmm. in, you know, where I'm thinking, oh, they didn't quite deal with it in the same, you know, they didn't have that same pressure um, to see it happening there. I was like, man, like I never yeah. even, it you put know, into context how this is you know? an American issue, and right? And, and not red, just a um, south, um, a, a you know, in Chicago, because that Sunset Town thing was all in Nashville. 
Massachusetts. No, the, right. Yeah. I was the like, yeah, you're in Western Massachusetts, all right. Yeah, you better get your ass to right away, because that's stretching between. You better just hit on, you just better go on 90 on the mass bike and drive that car like a mother. Look, get to Amherst. Quick, quick, quick. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. It is amazing how they bring it all together because that whole blockbusting that they were doing, you know, here comes the tissue. We're going to see what happens when black people are moving. They're not doing nothing. And then here comes the crap. Here they come just with baseball bat. They're going to come in there and just start some mess, but they were ready to deal with them. They were like, oh man, the brothers. I love when uh, Tick came out with his uniform and was sitting on the porch. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, come on up the steps. Red skin. Ooh. Listen, the red skin. it is because they, they murdered servicemen. Yeah, and he was like, come try it. Right? Yeah. Yep, yep. I... Red skin. Oh, red. Red, red summer, red summer. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. And more, all, all in the, you know, the uniforms. Just oh my god. So yeah. I, I love that he put that thing on and he was like, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna stand here in the uniform and mm-hmm. yeah, come on, do something. I was like, oh god, take <laughs> Come on, you gotta bring it. When and, that priestess came, and I know I keep talking about that, but baby, she <laughs> called, and the reason why is because. She called on Mama Oya. Yeah, Ogre, oh. who is a disruptor. Mm-hmm. Baby, <laughs> I said you calling on the right one. Right, Mama we, we are a disruptor. She reorganizes. She shifts. She changes. She brings the energy. You don't. Call so let me. Can I go back to the scene? Unless the you are ready, because that was call on her. Don't light no candles. Don't utter her name. Don't goat. offer no sacrifice. Do and, not call on uh, Oya. If I know, you Sabrina, you're going to talk a little bit about the podcast. The changes she's bringing. And okay, afterwards. I'm, I'm going to... Yes. Okay. Yeah. So there oh, yeah. is the scene the where they the guns. tells them to get the Ooh. guns out of the closet. And they all go out there and they are standing guard. Right? They are standing guard. No, no, I'm going to talk about something completely unrelated to you. Ready, My own stuff go. Yeah. Handles those cars, bust it, bust. That's what I thought they should have played. Was bust the window out your cars by Jasmine Sullivan. They should have played that, but they played gospel, which was fine. It was upbeat gospel, and she took out those windows and made sure those bricks oh. were no longer on those cars. And they the stood there at guard, and then Ruby comes with the car. I like, it was I was like, like that would have been, been comes with the car. Mm-hmm. Put the guns in the trunk. She takes off, so there's no weapons on the scene. Right? And they kneel down and put their hands up because they know they're about to be arrested. And everybody was everybody was clear. And, th- and then I was like, how did she get that jacket on her? Remember, some, some a woman came and put a jacket on her because they knew, okay, she's going to be someplace. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be cold. She needs a jacket. <laughs> they came and brought hands a up. jacket. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She's... She's been doing. She's been doing this. 
that's think all that was based on history too. I don't know that particular oh my history, gosh. but in terms of I know in Baltimore, mm -hmm. I and Letty had been doing this kind of stuff before because she was saying that she was bailing out people. So she has been, you know, she's been doing it. facilities to be experimented on, etc. And then the brutality she endured in the back of that patty. Oh my God, that was. That was absolutely mm -hmm. horrible. When right? we're seeing it now and, and in 2020, we're seeing sometimes it, when know? they when they talk about right. you know police brutality and all these things, it's usually geared towards men, and they forget about the levels of violence that Black women experience at the hands of mm -hmm. law enforcement, right? And so he, yes. We are, but even still, the narrative is not always focused on the violence that women experience at the hands of police. Right. Um, right. But he knew the shakeup was coming, but she didn't, right? And that, to me, was just like, oh, oh. my God. It was just horrible. It was horrible. I mean, and she and just him was assuming so... that she knew, that she knew the history of the house, and she did not, and about he... the medical and... experiments that were happening. Yeah, and, and yes. that, that scene where she is going crazy trying to figure out what is going on with that house, she looked crazy because he gave her the tip that she didn't know what was going on in that house. And I was just like, oh my God, what was... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, that's why we're sitting yeah. up here right now today and saying, why was there <laughs> such a reaction when they said we're going to try the vaccine out in Africa? And we all just went off. We're like, oh, hell no, no. not again. 2020, we went off when they said we were going to be the ones to be experimented on first. They needed to try it out on us. Like, no, you don't. No, you don't. Go over there and try it on the Italian. No, they went down. Go try it on the Chinese people. You got to trade them on back. You know, we have this long historical drama of being operated on and tested and mustard gas during the war where they put black men in there to see what the mustard gas would do to them um you know the tuskegee mm -hmm. experiment the gynecological experiments we've uh, no we ain't doing this mess no more we ain't doing right it. so exactly what, and like, it was something go ahead no i was going to mention if you the, the thing about the um the priestess coming with the goat i knew oh, oh yeah only because um right. I read this book called Brown Girl in the Ring in my uh, book club. And it is a book by um, a, it's by a book by, um, oh God, a, a Caribbean, uh, right. a Caribbean born um, writer, but she lives in Toronto and the book centers around a young black woman who, and, and, and the mother has all of these, uh, she, she knows how to call on these spirits. And so it's called Brown Girl in the Ring. Mm. And she calls on the spirits to help her get over like the big boss in this town. And it, it is just an incredible book. And they call on the spirit. They call on her to do it. And I said, oh no, she's gonna call on, oh yeah, oh my God, this is great. So you need to look at speculative mm -hmm. science fiction writing. They didn't show what happened um, to her, really. Go ahead, talk mm -hmm. for a minute. I'm gonna go get the name of the person who wrote this book because I, I definitely want people to know about it. Wait a minute. I, you I, know, I, I asked, I'm not sure. I didn't see what go happened ahead. to her. I think they didn't. They didn't show. Um, I know that the spirit of the man who was haunting the house possessed her, then he possessed Tick. And <laughs> that is when, uh, Letitia 
wouldn't give up. And she began to, to, uh, to, to chant the prayer and then called on those ancestors in the basement who were murdered, right? I started reading it. I got to get back to it, but I'm telling you. And pray that spirit out of the house. But they also went and attacked the three white men who came into the house to attack them. So they killed those three white men, right? And they came and attacked them in the form that the, the white man had put them in, like the man with the big body and the baby head, that killed one of them and the others. So she told them, like, don't give up the fight. Like, you still have energy. Still I have know it. it. But I, and, and, I, and it, it's a call, I think, for us to not neglect, again, the traditions of our ancestors that kept us alive and that the work still happens even after we die that we can still call on those energies that have helped heal and save us to pull us through. Things that that we had forgotten because, you know, Christianity was overlaid on uh, the beliefs that, you know, the West Indians brought from Africa of these spirits, you know, some of the islands kept it. Some of the people we have been, it's been erased from a lot of us, but the book I was talking about, Brown Girl in the Ring, is a 1998 novel written by Jamaican-Canadian writer Nalo Hawkinson, and it is about Afro-Caribbean culture in Toronto, and Mark she goes on the deep into the mm. duppy and the stuff, and they are calling on spirits, and yeah. girl. What is whew. going on? What? <laughs> yeah, it was a doozy. Right. Brown and girl in the ring. So that's why. Oh yeah, because and the sign when they put the when they put the mark. Tick's face yes. when he put the she put the mark on Tick's face. Tick just looked at Letty like, girl, where, girl. where did you find her? Um, well, my mama's. <laughs> Listen, and then that same mark kept Tina out the house. Out the house, yeah. Okay. Oh, well, the jumping, but yeah, okay. Know, right, right. So all of that it is just and all, only thing the Orishas. The Orishas are different manifestations of God, different manifestations of the personalities of who God is. That's all. But we were told that the way we believe and the way that we practice was evil, and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Evil, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone from the outside who didn't understand Africans and African culture, and Christianity started in Africa. It was a North African religion. Right, but it got overlaid with all of these other things. Well, you that, start talking about eating the body and drinking the blood. Hey, listen. Listen, there was <laughs> okay. Listen, when you start talking about being baptized in the blood, there Actually, was I got a some of that in my book. That was happening at the same time that Jesus and Christianity was spreading was called the Mithra cult, and they were baptized. I that out in my book in from teachings that were imbued so upon me. About being baptized uh, in the when blood. I used to like, attend the Temple of Black Messiah, back we didn't know that we were going to have a history lesson. Just become complicated. No, don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. In the context of Christ. Right. To make it okay, because that's how you're bringing the people in. You're giving them language that they can identify with. You're giving them symbols that they can recognize. So now they. Sorry. I'm sorry. I've... No, no, no. This is thing is. I was about to say, don't be sorry. I'm loving but that. But that, teach but that happens, teach. right? Um, Christianity is a North African religion. Right. It, 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 it's, it's Jesus was a Jew and people forget that. Like Jesus was a traditional Jewish man who used the, his understandings, right. Of, of, of his religious beliefs to break down oppression 
That's what he understood that he was supposed to do. <laughs> and that is what he did. And he was killed by the state for doing yep. it. Yep. Jesus, North African Jew, lynched by the state for preaching liberation. All right, now, what's the name of the book again? What's the name of the book? Okay, thank you. Get, get your copy. Mm -hmm. That scene was freaky. Mm. Freaky. Okay, I'm just saying. His, just saying. He was. So I think in. that one of the best pieces of acting in the Before entire they did the special episode effects, was Tick being taken over by the in. demon. Ooh, and his uh, voice, that commanding <laughs> presence, he said, Get the F out black. of my house. In his voice, in Tick's Ooh. voice. His and body he was just, jerking. And, <laughs> you knew it was the white yeah. man saying it, but it was so good. The first thing Ooh, I ever saw her in as a little girl, on. what was that? East Bayou. <laughs> I mean, God, mm -hmm. she was so good way back then. And out just, of my just, house. In Tick's voice. <laughs> and I was sitting in my house just like this, going, <laughs> <laughs> I was like this. <gasps> Oh, I know. Girl. And when the I'm Marx nice. started getting washed away and, and Letty was right on it, I'm Marx, I'm Marx. I was like, get out of the basement. <laughs> get out of the basement. No, they couldn't get out of the basement. That was just awful. Get out, that was, get out. my heart was get up out. in my throat when that happened. And here we go again. And, and, and they had great, that suspense you know, deep, and they, things um, seem to have calmed double layers down and because, you know, she said, okay, it's, it's violence, working, it's working. And then working. get right into like straight down, up action, and baby, then get out the basement. The pipes burst <laughs> and it was, it was a wrap. <laughs> it was a wrap. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. He's by you. The pipes burst. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. I'm telling you, and, and get, let's give it to, to Journey Smollett with the Listen, sis. Mm. She she's complete. He's by you. Yes. Yeah. The she show, was what, also in Full House. That's what I was about to say. So y'all talking about Eve's value. I saw her in Full House as Little Michelle's friend. Mm -hmm. And I, like she was so, she always had such personality. But seeing her now as in like her growth, her maturity, and the way that she's playing the mess out of this role. Mm -hmm. Because I feel every time she's on the screen, I feel every bit of the <laughs> attitude, the strength, the mm -hmm. like she gives her all to this character and I even love the it. fear, even her fear. I mean you yes. are you yes. know she is because when they that, going back to episode one, when she knew she had to make that run to the car and she was calling, she was talking like the valley of death, I go and blah 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 blah. And you were like, oh my God, she is so scared. But she's like yes. she ran like I never saw the <laughs> And and again in this scene where she, she was it. just calling on she had nothing else she had nothing else tick was down 
Uh, she's like, come on, you eight people, Literally. you still can but do something. Again, the strength Help of a black please. woman carrying it, carrying it through to the end, like the strength yeah, of a black once. woman pulling it out in the end. Like when a man can't take oh, it. Oh, I've seen so episode far, one, you know, and she five or six it. times. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love. It. Did I mention episode that I love two? I've probably seen about three. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, episode one I watched over and over because I was trying because I I'd watch and listen to podcasts and then go back and watch. Just so I think of this once. Like, I, I've seen it three times. Yeah. Yeah. So I've only seen episode one twice. It's too much. I can't, I mean, it's just like. Oh. Yeah, because that was when we you're trying to acclimate what they what they were trying to I mean they were telling you so many things at one time it was just so confusing that once you kind of got over episode one you're like okay I know what they're trying to do now they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna mash up sci-fi and black history and uh you know Christianity and and feminism patriarchy they're putting it all in there mm-hmm no and so I think that just, and that's why I think this is so accessible to people who aren't into horror necessarily or into sci-fi is because it goes for such a long time with just the stuff we're used to, right? We're used to hearing about the police pulling us over. We're used to hearing about, you know, you're going into a, a, a public space and there's colored signs only, or you're, you're just used to the everyday mm -hmm. average bullshit racism that we deal with day to day. So it, it gets you to a point where that's mm. accessible to us. The last part where the monsters come out, that's when it just goes all haywire. And then as Nichelle said, and then they get to the house mm. and you're like, oh, well, I got to stay and watch this because I got to know what's happening after they get to this house, right? And so I just think that they are doing a tremendous job with, with trying to keep us engaged because there's always something new. There's always some shiggity. Mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta accentuate that also because for me, not a horror type person or anything like that. It was the same for me with, what was it called? The Walking Dead. Yeah, the Lift of the Walking Dead. I ain't into those zombies or nothing like that. But the show was so much more than that. It was, it was about, it was the human story and the story of of survival and and that was the story and and, and yeah. So I, I I hear you, but you know the the all these other elements, I guess whatever to bring in other people whatever but um i, I hear you it's all i tell you but one of the things i was going to ask is yeah. that one mm -hmm. of the things I that might out. happen i'm not sure leticia i forgot her sister's name well we yeah who is the, the the father i mean maybe there's something else going on there maybe her father is actually one of them white men with the sacred order or something i mean i i don't know and then I don't know. There's there's something there's something with that that has not yet been revealed. And is it just me, or does it seem like the um, I feel like the sorcery, the you know, the horror, the you know, the monsters, the sci-fi, all of that is actually not even the bulk of the story. Like I feel like that is just like this added. So you know, for anyone who's like, oh, I can't get into because that very first scene. If we if we jump back to episode one that yeah. very first scene is very sci-fi it was very kind of like what the heck once you get past that it kind of remind reminds me so totally crazy uh. off off 
yeah. uh, topic show. But Orange is the New Black, when it first came on, I'll never forget the first episode was like um, complete uh, girl on girl action. And it was, but it was only for like three seconds. And like people who are like totally homophobic was like, I can't get with it. I can't watch it. But I was like, if you got beyond that, those first five seconds of what you saw and really gave the show a chance. So the same with Lovecraft Country, I had to tell a friend that, like, get past what you see right there because it was so much deeper than what (laughs) what was in that initial, like, that's just, that's something to satisfy the sci-fi horror aspect, but this is so much deeper than just that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's huge colorism. There's huge colorism stuff going on with that colorism, um, yeah. hair, mm-hmm. body, professor, all not, and and that stuff that plays out in our community all the time, all and not to mention this woman who recently just come out, who who was black, who who was playing blackface. She was masquerading as a black woman, but she's not. She's a white Jewish. Oh, woman. oh, the one over at George Mason. Yeah, the professor at George. George Washington. Okay. Yeah, George Washington, wherever she's from, right. So it's, it's, so these issues of colorism that exist in our communities that exist in our families, right? And so the necessity for us to kind of a, a, address that and what's going on behind it. And I think that there's more to the rival and their relationship than what, than what we see. So I'm interested to see how that plays out. And it would be interesting to see how that plays out. And I think that part of, part of it, the colorism and Letty Letty being so strong-willed mm-hmm. about everything she does and being the one to take the chance, you know, to go and buy the house in the white neighborhood, to say, no, I'm going to go to Marshall Field and get a job. And her sister, the darker-skinned one, holding back on some things and feeling like she she doesn't have that, you know, ability to do those things. And we see that that comes up in, in four. The dark skin is the one that wanted George Washington. Yeah, she's the one that wanted to yeah. go to, to Marshall Fields. Oh. But Letty, in the first episode, she says, well, I'll go to Marshall Field. I can get, you know, I'll oh, get oh, a job oh. and it'll be, and then it'll be, you know, it, well, make enough money for both of us, you know? So, so I can go in because I'm this lighter skin person. I feel yeah, like right, that's right. part of it that I, that she feels emboldened in a way because oh. of her color Mm -hmm. to do certain things where her sister who's darker and a little bit heavier doesn't doesn't have that same mentality like doesn't have that freedom to do what letty's been able to do like jet set off and go wherever she's going and you know come back and just you know everybody loves her you know that kind of thing so that that's gonna be that hair around Can we just give some props to Wunmi Mosaku? I think is how you say yes, her name. Yes, the thank actress you, who plays Ruby. Ruby. Uh-huh. She is she incredible. Incredible. She's She's my good. heart broke. My heart broke for her because she only wanted this one thing to be the first black woman working in Marshall Field. And when she saw that other sister, here we go with the scarcity, you know, the creation of scarcity for us, which uh-huh. isn't really true. There could have been another job, but they know, we know, they're going to create scarcity for us because they know, we know, is only uh-huh. going to be mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And it's also oh, this thing about this proximity to whiteness, right, that Letty has, right? Yes. Just because of her physical appearance. And there are things about her physical appearance that will let you know that she's not white, that she is indeed black, right? But it's this proximity to whiteness, this proximity to power, right, that does give her access and entree into spaces where she would be accepted 
but there's also that reminder that will consistently come up that she's not white and that she is black, right? And so we get to see both sides of that coin and absolutely how that works. It, it works for her and it works against her. Um, and, and how, and again, how that just kind of happens in, in many spaces. Yeah, and I think, though, that's something that Michelle made reference to um, in that Marshall Fields portion, right, um, was what was funny was the person who actually got the job was not a light-skinned, you know, person. You saw, but you, what you did see, what you did see was the size issue. And so that's something that also, you know, we as um, Black women deal with not only the colorism, but then we also deal with the uh-huh. overall body makeup of a black woman and and how now i'm not only am I a dark skinned black woman but i'm a thick dark skin right? black. the consequences for ruby you 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 know but for letitia you know there may be some ways in which she can pass if she wanted to right maybe i don't know um, or be or be, be yeah. like the favors you know be like the thing that oh well, she's a nice one and be let in <laughs> um, yeah, it's possible. But she, but she ain't playing that. Letty's not playing that. She's playing uh no. Mm-hmm. So I love the end of three where we find, um, you know, we figure out, we go back to the beginning of the episode where they tell us that back in that day, there were strange things going on in the house and three people were found who mm-hmm. were never seen again. Mm-hmm. And I automatically thought it was going to be one of the three of the black people, but we find out that it is not. It is the three white boys who came crashing in with the baseball uh-huh. bats and got took care of. Listen. Okay. <sighs> yes. Let's go. Let's go there. So let's start with episode yeah. eight. Uh, and episode four, it is called A History of Violence. And I am going to start this whole talk with Montro. What the heck is his story? He starts episode four out and we see him drunk and he's having flashbacks. And okay, Nichelle, go ahead. What, what, what was your impression of that first scene with Montrose? Yeah, and how it gives her the freedom to be creative or to, to like that freedom to, to think outside of the box, to think that I, I can have the audacity to say, you know, oh, I will go and get a job at Marshall Fields because she had, be, that that colorism that skin complexion that you know the hair and i can go and do these things and she has the freedom to think that whereas ruby does not made him crazy. she can't see past what she sees because for her she's been it's been ingrained in her that it's not enough oh i couldn't believe it i couldn't mm-hmm. believe it and we also see there in the in that clip that this 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 uh this uh inheritance of violence you know mm-hmm. the switch that he had been abused. He had been abused. So now, and, and that's how Montrose is, that's the only way Montrose can be, and that's the only way he can protect. Because everything he does, even if he's doing it, he does it violently, he's still trying to protect Tick and his family, even if it is in this violent, mm-hmm. crazy way by burning the book. But it makes Listen. me wonder who <laughs> emerged from the ground. When Tick came out of the ground, who was that? Tick? Oh, no, when, um, Montrose. Oh, when, when he Montrose. emerged from <laughs> underground, he dug himself out. Mm-hmm. Who was it? Because there had to, when something comes out of the ground, um, you, you, you would think that, he, that, that something new, that something transformative would have emerged. What like came, an awakening. What came out? 
Okay. Is that the first time we see Montrose? Yes. Right? Yeah, That's why he could burn it. Montrose, I think he right? A lot of stuff who is that? Is who, who or what emerged? Right? Yes, um, Montrose. And how did he get there? Who handcuffed him? And what happened? Right, because he seems to be experiencing a whole bunch of traumas all at once. Because whatever conversation he and George had, they had because he was sitting in the back of that car with George leaning on him, dead and gone. And he ain't—he wasn't right before, but he certainly ain't been right ever since. No. Right, and he read the book, so I believe that he opened some things when he read that book in, in terms of spiritually. I yeah, because because Montrose said, "I wrote the letter under duress," so mm -hmm. you know that they had forced him Absolutely. to write that letter. So he was in there. They found his liquor bottle. You know, he was trapped in that dungeon, and he must have been down there for a bit because what was it like weeks, months before they found mm -hmm. him? Mm -hmm. By the time they got the letter, got up there, found the house, did all the research. You know, it was weeks that they had him in that basement with. God knows what else going on with the pigs up and hanging from the ceiling in the room up above. Exactly. Like, oh, what is going on here? Montrose rats. He read this room. book. He knew how to open these doors. Like, sir. Oh, yes. you think that's why he burned it? Because Maybe. And remember when Eve took a bite of the apple, many things were revealed to her. Is it that when Montrose read that book, many things were revealed to him that he may not have known? And now he just, I, I just think the man is crazy. I don't know what. Mm -hmm. And that line, he's crazy. It smells like Tulsa. I said, oh, these people are just. That but that's true. a second because reference to Tulsa. Uh, that's a second reference to Tulsa because when uh, George was having the hallucination with uh, the woman, uh -huh. yeah. her name, she says Tulsa. That's she right. says it's like it reminds you because she's asking him you know remember when we would be on your porch That's and we would be daydreaming dreaming or whatever and she mentioned tulsa uh, so something uh, with tulsa oh my god the trauma of the trauma of tulsa yeah, yeah. there's a connection there they were there I think they were that there he really trying to protect his family yes and and from from Christina and whatever else would be out there. So it, it, they want us to think that he's a little crazy and he probably is a little bit off. I mean, the alcoholism, but the trauma that he experienced, uh -huh. you know, as a child, uh -huh. probably his father tried to, you know, discipline him in a way so that he wouldn't be, so he would know the ways of the world. And he was trying to do the same thing hey, with his son. You're you going to beat the kids so that they won't do, do things because you're black. And if you do this, right. you're going to be killed. So I have to right. make sure you don't do this. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and like get and home before the lights come on. I'm going to beat your butt because don't be, why you have to get home before the lights come on? Because it's a sunset town, fool. It's a sundown town. I need you to be in the house. Mm -hmm. And this is stuff that, you know, we grew up with this. Why do I have to be back before dark? You know, I got a father from Norfolk, Virginia. Yeah, you got to be back before dark because they will kill you. That's why. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know, and it makes up, it, it's a whole nother layer of why black parents were so strict and were putting down these rules because they were trying to not let us be killed. It's a whole separate yes. existence. 
It's a whole mm-hmm. separate existence for black, black and brown people. It is. It's a whole. But we're going to defend their, defend this. Uh, you know, even you know to the point where it's a, it was like a standard comedian, stand-up comedian joke about how bad your mother, your mother beat you. I mean, you know, they finally stopped doing that in a lot of comedies, things, mm. comedies stuff. But you know, there was like, my mama beat me so bad. You know, like, okay, mm. let's kind of stop with that one. But okay, so here we are in the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh. <laughs> they sure did. They went to Raiders. They did. Trina, Trina called it. So Montrose is crazy. He burned a book. And then we see, okay, so we see them all reacting in different ways to this whole horror that's going on with them. Mm-hmm. Montrose is doing it the violent way. He's burning and slashing. Uh, Tick, who is in, introverted, he's going to the research. And, and he's like the lone guy. I can do it. I'm going to do it all by myself. I don't need you. I don't need you. And Letty is like, no, we need to all get together. We need to put all of our information together and try to figure this out. And then a united front and go in there. And like, they all got different ways that they're going to try to get this done. But, you know, <laughs> neither one of them is listening to the other. So I was pointing out to somebody that in the library, the little boy who was sitting across from Tick and Letty is reading a book. And mm-hmm. the book he's reading, did you notice what book he was reading? I saw no. it, but I don't remember the name. He was reading Journey to the Center of the Earth, Earth. by Jules Verne. And I said, oh, <laughs> I know what's going to happen in this episode. <laughs> oh, Lord. Ah. That's what the kid was reading. And I said, yes. oh, they're going into a tunnel and there's going to be trouble and there's going to be water. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. Now, see, I didn't get all. Of, I didn't get all of that. I thought it was just a cute scene with the little boy, and and again showing, showing the fact that reading is so essential. And to this little boy, you know, in the library, just reading a book, you and here come these adults making all this noise. <laughs> And he's like, could y'all please just be quiet? Just shh. Why are y'all making all this? Noise? I'm sitting here. The little black boy trying to read this Mind book. Minding my own business, and here business. you come. And here y'all come. I, to the point, I have to move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In disgust. Let me just get up and, ah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> With his little behind. Turn his little behind on him. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I, I, thought, I about thought that was so light. Is that they're giving, you know, they give H.P. Lovecraft, you know, big sci-fi writer. They give, you know, creation of the Negro. They mentioned that in the first episode. They mentioned the Counter Monte Cristo, which is a huge book. Another black author, Alexander Dumas. Thank you very much. You know, they mentioned this one when they talk about Montrose getting out. And I, I love that book. I also read that book when I was about that boy's age. Mm. And then they go into Jules Verne. And, and it's like, these are all um, the pillars of science fiction, fantasy, uh, you know, big imaginations, and I love that they're, they're, they're pointing out these are the people that started this genre that we're looking at of horror, fiction, sci-fi. You must go to Ver- Jules Verne. You must go to Lovecraft. You must go to Dumas. And I'm like, mm. talk to me. Talk to me. <laughs> you know, talk to me. It is amazing. It's amazing. So I know that the whole episode is kind of like a Raiders of the Lost Ark, but I wanted to give props to Jules Verne and Journey to the Center of the Earth. Arnie Sackneson. Oh, my God. Oh, what a great scene, though. She was the lightest. Because I think she was the smallest and the lightest. She was the lightest. That's why they They tied the rope around her. Okay. The story about the special fucking knot, I'm going to say that here. Was that the best story you ever heard? (laughs) 
a lie. I was it buying was, it. Lie. I was buying it. I was like, oh, they brought that story down. They passed that down from the ancestors. Oh, yeah, buddy. And then Tick says, our name is Freeman. We've never been slaves. It's like, well, she's not on there now. And she's, you know. <laughs> she's out there, isn't she? She's yeah. Freeman. I, I mean, here comes the names again. Tick is like, uh, no, we've never been. No, it was, we've I, never been I was like, this show is killing it. And that, that's no, I, the bridge is right out of... Um, Lord of Raiders of the Lost Ark, Lord, Lord of the Rings, is that what it is? Uh, yeah, that's a classic. No, the whole thing I saw, I, I saw Raiders of the Lost Ark, because I've yeah. never seen Lord of the Rings, but um, uh, in that in that aspect of the mystery and which door to choose mm -hmm. and, you know, just things that are totally, like, unbelievable, but believable because it's of the Raiders of the Lost Ark and they're just searching, they're, in, they're searching for... Um, you know, this treasure or trying to find this book or these papers yeah. or whatever they're trying to find. It's a mystical yeah. trope. It's a, it, you know, it's always in the, the crossing of the cavern. Crossing and the, of the water comes and I'm like, uh -huh. what more? That's what I kept saying. What more could they be going through? Right? They got to choose the door. And then when one says, I, well, that. I'm I believe sure it. I was like, oh, like, that oh, was that's good. probably not the door. And then they get down there and then there's water. <laughs> And then they get to the scene of all scenes, and I'm just like, holy Oh, Lord. yeah. They went beyond Raiders of the Lost Ark when they got into the dining room with the dead Indians. Listen. I had to pull, I had to stop the tape. I had to stop the tape and collect myself. <laughs> Listen, I got a question about, about was, was, was the one who came alive, yeah. was she twin spirit? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Because you saw her, she had the woman's body and she had the lower part was a man's body. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, we got hermaphrodites in here. What in, in the world? I was like, I was like what is going on? Because I thought that's what I saw, but I wasn't sure. And I was like, okay, you know what? We gonna rock with it. it whatever's clever. Because they, they told the story of Guyana. Yep, the, the story of Guyana. And so here were the natives that he took from the, from Guyana. And I'm like, oh, they're going back to ancient American history now. But, okay, before oh, yeah. the History Black lesson. Person, history lesson. How, how they took out the indigenous people, too. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. you killed yeah. everybody. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, that's mm -hmm. a line that somebody said. Somebody said, I wrote it down. You can't tell, mm -hmm. oh, you can't tell the truth to somebody who mm -hmm. doesn't want to learn anything. And so, mm -hmm. you know, they are just trying to tell everybody what is going on. And so if people watch the show, you, I mean, the whole thing with the Arawak, and then when she started speaking in whatever that tongue was, I don't know, you know, if that was mm -hmm. real or not, and Tick could understand her, I was just like, oh man, he don't even have And a, why can he understand? He don't even well, have a universal it. translator, yeah. and he still understands. Yeah, <laughs> like, why, like, why is, because he's, he's of that world, his blood. Did it have something to do with him sticking his hand in the thing to, <gasps> to open it? Because remember, uh, they had to pull that uh, arm out yeah. in order for him it could mm. it could be so was that the arm of somebody that got that far and he didn't have the blood right uh -huh. he didn't have the blood yeah, he didn't have the arm ring or the ring this show is showing every way that they have come in throughout time and tried to insert themselves as rights and and as the all-knowing right and i was like you know this this show has so much going on that you can't you can't not learn unless you just don't want to learn <laughs> Make Michelle said it. 
she she survives somehow. Right, and I just figured he shared their blood. Oh, she saw it. She, she, she saw it. She, just, she, she went swimming it. after it. She's like, oh no, we didn't come. We didn't come down here for all this mess. Yeah, it was someone in the lodge. I think that he may have had the ring, but I think that he's not in of that bloodline. Because remember, everybody mm -hmm. in the they didn't lodge, know. The, the guys you didn't still know. don't have the power. You still don't have that same bloodline, yeah. yeah. that ability that Tick has. And so Tick is that key that has, you know, there's something about the blood. I think that it was interesting. Somebody said earlier, and I would love to see if this actually comes to pass, that uh, Letitia has something in her. Mm -hmm. Because I find it odd it. that she's she, like, this not about she has shit. that ability. Like, she is... I felt like she was uh, dispensable in the first uh, episode. So when it was George who who uh, died, I was kind of taken aback because I thought, oh, they can get rid of her, uh, you know, just assuming from the storyline and here, you know, he, uh -huh. George being all knowing or just having all this knowledge, right? Um, but she has something about her that I would love to see that it's going to come. There's work to be done. Yeah, Let's how does do she it. know that he, that the paper, uh, the paper <laughs> had um got washed away in this as, as much as we admire her for um this kind of strong black woman i don't want her to fall into that trope because that's very dangerous and it's also deadly for us to, ah. to follow that narrative right of the strong black woman who you know she doesn't feel emotion she pushes through everything she never stops to do anything for herself she always puts everybody first right that's real problematic the strong black woman is what's killing black women or the savior like because isn't that what they they feel like that's the old patriarchy that's good. like you you feel like you are the savior and you have to do it and and to have that woman be strong to say listen you're not going through this by yourself right, right. I, I just wanted to be sure that we were more um as we're talking about her character, that we're absolutely more explicit about that and, and, and staking that claim there that Black women have access um, to emotions outside of anger um, and rage, even though our anger and rage uh, is, is, is warranted and not justifiable and warranted and necessary. Um, Dr. Brittany Cooper, you know, she talks about um, if you, if you use your rage and if you direct it and, and, and channel it correctly, it can move and propel uh, movements forward and make things happen in ways that are beneficial. I think they balance her out well. I think that they do show her fear. They show, you know, you see fear in her, you see joy in her, you see the desire for love, not necessarily that she has it, but the desire for love. Um, and then you see the strength that that is in her um i also think you see the nurturer like you see so many different aspects of her i feel like they try and make her that full balance because i agree with what you're saying about you know we can get lost in the strong black woman and forget that there are the other aspects but i like the fact that they i feel like they're bringing it all together oh i know it was for this, the same reason why he burned the book as soon as Tick said mm -hmm. to him, oh, we're going to teach you how to, you know, talk again, and we're going to da 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 English. He was like, no, Tick, no, Tick. Because mm -hmm. she has some information. He doesn't want any more of this. He does not. He just wants this to end. He wants, this, he yes, wants exactly. Christina to go away. He wants this to end. And they are hell-bent on getting to the information and how how tick is connected to this 
this historical piece. And Montrose, Montrose has all the secrets. He's read the book. Right. He knows he knows that this this Native American person has something that he does not want to get out, whatever it is. Yeah. But here's the thing: Montrose is not in control of anything, and that is the crazy part. He thinks that by attempting to mm -hmm. to keep the secrets and to maintain control, that he is in control, and he is not. These things are happening outside of it. This is happening in a realm in which he has no power. And right. the moment I think he realizes that is the moment I think he can go ahead and set himself free. Yeah. And at least we had some good father-son bonding for a minute because <laughs> when he ever said that uh, Jesse Owens had nothing on him, did you <laughs> see my jump? <laughs> like, God, oh with, <laughs> when they made it across the bridge. And that's what I love. They have these little bits of humor when this crazy stuff mm -hmm. is happening to them. <laughs> and the love. I mean, they got in the elevator after she swam to get the papers and got in the elevator. And, you know, Tick is just like, oh, my God, look at what she did for us. You know, she he's fine. It's like he's, he's recognizing that she, that was a sacrifice. Her swimming back out there uh -huh. to get that paper, that's love, that sacrifice. Get it together. He just had to have his moment. Oh, baby. How did he end up on the elevator? That they wasn't swam the to the elevator. connected to Letty's house? Hello. Yes, because remember when they were swimming past and the, the body came back and she said, yes, that's one of the bodies from the house. Her. And I'm like, but the house is in Chicago. You're in Boston. Because old girl ended up driving back by herself with her daughter. Yeah, from Boston to What's Chicago. So this cavern underneath the ground here is going It's a different all, cavern. It's, it's going through, throughout or whatever. And they, or, they didn't walk back to Chicago. <laughs> they, I mean, there was some wild stuff going on in that cavern down there. But that is such a, I mean, that is such a uh, journey to the center of the earth thing where, you know, now, of course, because you are at the center of the earth, let's say you are there to get like to get to the to get to Chicago wouldn't have been like a big thing. You're not going across the whole, you know, the whole mm. outside of the globe. You're only going to this part and then you go up. So you just you don't have to go that far. I mean, that's my and it's a television show. So they can do whatever they want to well, do. Yeah, right? So true. to have the body of the man of one of the men underneath it like down. it didn't mean it didn't mean anything to him it's like oh yeah that's where you know that's, <laughs> they just that's one of the men and then it's when like, i saw the elevator i'm like that's the elevator from the house oh, yeah my god i was i was flipping out and with no i knew that the elevator looked like the one in the house i didn't realize it may have been the one in the house because all of a sudden they were back in chicago in the house they went upstairs because when the elevator okay i'm i'm claiming this because when the elevator went down in third episode i said it's going beyond the house. And somebody else said, oh, that's just the basement. Yes. I'm like, no, yes. that is not no. the basement of the house. That's mm -hmm. the crazy stuff. <laughs> so, that's exactly. the tunnel through all it of the stuff. It was the cavern. I said the Between same Chicago thing. and Boston. So okay, the midpoint. The, what was that, <laughs> The midpoint. They, from Boston to Chicago is, the, <laughs> is a midpoint. So maybe it wasn't really that far. But to have them then on the road to... Hippoletta on the, uh, is that her name? Mm -hmm. On the road with her daughter. I was like, okay, they left. How did they get back to Chicago? And they're still driving. And Yeah, the Woody, the Woody makes it back. The Woody doesn't drive back and it gets back to Chicago. The Woody does drive back and it gets back to, so somebody needs to check the car because the, the car is 
really freaking me out. So now I got two things I want to say in this episode about four that I observed and I want your opinion on it. First of all, when Letty said to, to Tree, you know why they call me Tree? <laughs> um, and she said, wouldn't I already know this because we had sex when we were in high school. That's why I made my face earlier when you all were saying, you know, she's a virgin. And I was like, no. In episode four, she was saying something else. So I don't know. Okay, let me, let me, can I respond to that? He's the liar. He's the liar. He's the liar. Because he's the liar. Okay, so she was just He was trying to, yes, yes, because Tick told her what he said about her. Tick told her guys. Okay. Yes, Tick told her because he came to Tick and he said, Oh, so you told you told Letty what I said. Yes, I heard him say that. Yes. So when he said to Tick, when they were in the house dancing. Oh, okay. So she was just being smart to tree saying that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She was dancing, you know, and he said, well, you know, I'm just asking you, is that your girl? Because you've been living here, you know, rent free. And then he says, well, if that's your girl, you need to tell her that. And he says something before that. He says, yeah, we used to we used to hang out in high right, school he did say that we used to hang out in high school mm-hmm. so then tick goes to Delticia and she's like oh this new negro okay thank you for clearing <laughs> that up is basically talking about confused. talking about me mm-hmm. that i did something with him and she didn't do anything with him okay she so she really virgin. was a virgin in the third yes. episode all right because i was i was confused you know, all right thank you, you know for clearing that you know that the brothers we all been lied about We've been through it. (laughs) All right. Now, here is my other observation of episode four. And you can clear this up for me as you just so ably cleared up my virgin confusion. (laughs) (laughs) When Christina got out of the car and she got, you know, the officers were following her. And she got out of the Bentley and she walked down the path and then she disappeared for a second. And then you saw the man. Is Christina the man? Because back in episode two, he said, I'm not really one of the sons of Adam. He doesn't have the ring. He, can't, he had to leave the room. And I think Christina turns into him because we never see him and Christina at the same time. I, I, there's, something, there's something funky about that, that man because he looks too much like Christina. He's got the blonde hair. I was like, That's watch that scene again. Because she walked around, you saw her go past the tree, and then you saw him walking. And I was like, <gasps> she just turned into him. Oh my God. Wow. I have to, to watch again. I missed yeah. that. Oh, yeah. They were getting into it. Ruby's going to have a big surprise the next day. Um, and then I he had was that. Screaming, no, sis, he's the devil. I was waiting for the snake. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's. And Ruby kept on going. And I was like, Ruby, girl, girl, the white boy is all carved up. What? Uh, yes. I was like, girl, no, he's the devil now. I was waiting for that snake. We, I don't know. Don't do it. <laughs> that is an interesting observation. I have to go back and watch. Go back and somebody watch that scene because I watched it three times. I said, where did he come from? And then you saw him walk to the car and beat the two guys up. Because mm-hmm. I was like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Where did Christina go? Where did the guy come from? Wait, 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 show me that again. Look, she walked, went behind the tree. He came out behind the tree, from behind the tree. And I was like, oh, that, he is Christina. Cause he just appears and he disappeared. Remember he, he just disappeared. Uh, mm. that's, 
check that out again, okay? Somebody now, come I back and tell me if that's not Christina. Two guys, but I missed that. I'm gonna have to look at that again. Watch that again. Well, but what was the symbolism? He had something like a snake on his chest. Did you see? The, like, what was that? Possibly. She popped. Yeah. I, I couldn't, I was, I was screaming like, don't do it. Like you said, Michelle, he is the devil. Like I was like, oh, I was like, he is the Shell, devil. Shell, you feeling me? You feeling me, Shell? You feeling me on this one? This I, I was wrong possible. about that virgin mess, but this I think is... I got this one. Well, this one in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I missed another one. What happened? <laughs> and you know, it is very, it is very possible because I was wondering what happened to them because they didn't appear to be in the house when the house went down, right? Mm -hmm. One of them, Christina yeah. or, where was he? or the guy, where was, where were they? Like I figured Christina would have gotten out because they weren't in that scene, but where was he? And so, yeah, the, the idea that they could be one in the same is a very interesting concept. I don't think we see them together. And, no. No, but what does she? What does he say? He's. Oh, I think I think the sons of Adam know that that's her. I think she was. Yeah. They know that's yeah. a spell. They're like, well, you can be whatever you want to be, and that's a, you know just to, just to not a, you know appall us with your femaleness in the room. Because remember, he was he was standing on the edge of the room. He never came down the stairs into the room. He was listening. He was behind them, and he just and he said to George and Tick. When they were sitting at the table, he leaned over and he said, mm -hmm. just because you're not welcome here doesn't mean you don't belong here. He was, ah, <laughs> uh, he's a, he's a, he's a spell of Christina's. He's something mm -hmm. of Christina's. He's some, Christina is pulling the strings on that mess. He was, a he was a boy and he's a friend. Something, something, something. Cause he, he, cause he went after Ruby. Now he's got an agenda there too, because I think if that's Christina, because you're like, okay, we're going back to number four when she came to the house and the, the, the thing stopped her. She had the blood on the door. She had the blood on the door and, and Christina couldn't get through to, to uh, mm -hmm. Letty. So she mm -hmm. was like, well, then I'm gonna get okay. Ruby. And that was from the goat when the-, when the right. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the death right. angel passed by because the, the Jews had- And from the, the Bible, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Passover, it was passing over. Uh, listen, listen, come on, come on. <laughs> it was it was some wild stuff. She bounced into that that shield. I cracked up. I was like, yeah, "How you like that?" Bang her whole big forehead. <gasps> oh my god. Mm. Oh lord, lord, lord. lord. <laughs> I believe we have six more. I don't yeah. know if I can take it. I think there were yes, ten. Yes, you can. In the first, yes, you can. yeah, yeah. But uh, go. I know y'all gonna turn it on, turn it back on, and watch that scene. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch. I have to watch think, that again. I'll watch that thing. Mm -hmm. Watch it again, because I went back and I said, I don't think Listen. we ever see... Ooh. What's his name? The blonde Y'all got deep on here. <laughs> I don't remember. Well, Her William? name is Christina. William. William? Is it okay. I don't know. This show is cray-cray. Yeah, okay. Montrose kills the uh, Arawak woman. Um, did I say Arawak? I think, yeah. Which I thought was an incredible performance, too, by that actress. I'm sorry, I don't remember the name. I'll put it in the podcast notes, but she did a great job of becoming whole again. And okay, let's talk about when they came up out of the elevator because I did listen to the podcast and they made a reference to that scene where they come out of the elevator and she loses her voice and becomes the siren. Yes, and yeah. he knocks her out. Right, he knocks her out. But it was like her voice is like um, there's a there was a reference in the podcast to um, the gender of sound 
and how the mm-hmm. female voice has been portrayed throughout history. Oh, and this idea yes. of a female's voice being so strident and screechy and horrible that it will harm and kill you, you know, you know, let's shut up, you know, the, the wanting to make women be quiet. And this thing about women not liking the sound of their voice or, you know, not mm. wanting to talk too loud or who said it when we were talking about Facebook, who was that girl that was like, you talk too much. Were you that child that got that on your report card? You oh, I've seen much. that. Mm-hmm. Right, so that when she came out of the water, the Arawak woman, and now she is a siren and all she can do is screech. And then what does Montrose do? How does he kill her? He slit throat. her throat. I was like, oh, no. But being a siren is also meaning she's announcing something as well. Sirens usually sirens in the in, in mythology they were the they were the they were the thing that called man to his death. Sirens would be like they would call and you know, what was it uh, Odysseus and you know going back and yeah the you know and, and they, they, he he strapped himself to the mast so he could hear the song of the siren mm-hmm. and the rest of the crew had the wax in their ears and they made it through but he was tied to the thing and he heard it all but they were calling him to come to the shore and they would crash the boats and kill the men mm-hmm. oh. deep this again deep i was coming i'm gonna tell you about my girls in school education of classical yes <laughs> like sirens oh my god when she started screeching i jumped a mile i didn't know what happened I but I listened to the podcast and I got all that from the podcast. So I didn't really know all that, but I know about sirens, but I didn't get that, that uh, reference. But they didn't say anything about the slitting of the throat, but I thought it was very interesting that he didn't stab her, shoot her, or anything else. He slit her. Throat. Well, that was quiet. That was a quiet way to kill her. Mm-hmm. He could have stabbed her in the heart. He got uh, Yeah. He stopped but the siren. If he knows, he knows the jugular. No the more There's like, mm-hmm. yeah. the Stabbing thing. her, she, he may not have hit the right spot and she could have screamed. Mm-hmm. But he did that. Montrose. Came up behind her like you just didn't expect it. Came up behind her. She did not. Every like, sorry. episode. But if she could regenerate herself on that ship, who's to say she can't do it again? Yeah. Yep, in that house of spirits. Listen, oh, you know it's not over. It ain't over. She could come back from Montrose. <laughs> and I still think George is coming back. You know, because you know why I think George is coming back? If you look at the um there's a uh the artwork for the show, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a big tree coming up, and then right down at the bottom of the tree, there's like a little casket with a skeleton in it, and I'm like, oh, that's George. I don't, I don't know. I'm making that up. I don't know. That could have been. <laughs> that could be. That could be like the old guy, the old white guy. Um, what's his name? The original guy, the original brown, like, white. Oh, the one. Yeah, the, the one that was one. in the portrait. Yeah, but there's somebody's casting down at the bottom of the tree, and I'm sort of like, uh, George is gonna come back. George is gonna come back. <laughs> We're He's all hoping George comeback. comes back. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. And before we go, because we've been talking for a bit now, um, I just want to give a shout out to Hippolyta and, and Diane at the museum and the shout out about the comet and the naming of the comet. I love that Yes, scene. yes, yes. That was beautiful. Everybody knew. She told the story about the Danish guy's niece was, uh, you know, they didn't want the face of a little black girl naming mm-hmm. the comet Hera's, Hera's throne, Hera's chariot. Mm. 
Mm. Wow, what a great story that was. Mm -hmm. I love that. And the conversation she was having at the beginning when she had the offery, like we didn't know, like, you know, Christine doesn't know where's mm -hmm. the thing, where's the thing? And I was like, what's the offery? And they was like, okay, the thing that was going around, which I was like, no idea what that was. And she's like, so daddy, like, uh, where would you see like two son? Oh, and he's like, oh, probably in the universe of like, I'm like, who are these people? <laughs> I know they, they are well read. They this was like, you know, well some read. Star Trek, you know, they were in the astrophysics lab of Star Trek Voyager. I had to get that in there. And they were talking about this universe thing like uh, every day. And she had some book. Yeah, well, it wouldn't necessarily be eclipsing unless mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my but God. See, that's the thing. This is normal black stuff. This Run is down. not out of the ordinary for black people for black parents and for their children to even if they're not having that specific conversation to be having these conversations this is not out of the ordinary this thank is you michelle bring us back stuff, to it i did right? just go off on odysseus these did I are not? things that happen in black households all the time she, because even though it doesn't appear that she even though i don't i don't know this for sure that she had formal education in the mm -hmm. way we think of formal education. Mm -hmm. They are so well read on so many different issues, right. in particular this science and this math and and the the spiritual realm mm -hmm. and um, you know this sci-fi kind of imaginary that even without that, if there was no formal education, they are still educated people. Mm -hmm. They have all this information right from George. books George. From what michelle said in the beginning you know from you know the knowledge that you get just reading just even martros liberation martros just... with his twisted you know abused self mm -hmm. you know yeah, favorite book literacy is liberation if we yeah. learn that, if we it. learn nothing else we learned that literacy is liberation, which is why they didn't want black folks reading uh, as slaves, because they knew once we knew how to read, we would be able to read these founding documents and understand our rights and privileges and be able to free ourselves. Be so, able to yeah, figure out the cipher. We would listen, figure out the cipher. The thing was, is that we were the cipher. Ooh, we, stop. We, listen, we, we, we are the cipher, right? Literacy is liberation. That's it. Oh, we're gonna end it there. We got. We gotta just have to put this. <laughs> put the show down. Like they say it again. Literacy is what. Literacy is liberation. Is liberation. Mm -hmm. All right, audience, take that with you. I shall. <laughs> I want to thank my guest tonight. Let's give another round of who is here to say goodbye and let everybody know uh, where they can reach you and promote whatever it is you want to promote. I'm going to start alphabetically with <laughs> Angeline. Angeline Fraser Giles, and you can reach me at nationalnetworkforjustice.org. Okay, Dr. Meggs. Hey, uh, Michelle Meggs, you can reach me at Women and Girls Alliance at UNC Charlotte. And I am Sabrina Wood, the Cinnamon Cinephile, and I will have all of the information and contact information 
in the podcast notes so you can reach any one of our guests and say, girl, you were down with that stuff, okay? <laughs> Please go ahead and do it. I want to make sure that you um, get the information about Nikichi's book because it is fantabulous. You're going to love this book. If you were interested in any of this history, read Nikichi's book because she is telling us what happened in the day. And I mean, it is a it's phenomenal. So get ready for it. It's gonna drop later this month, I believe on the 24th of September. Look for that. And as I said, this is Sabrina Wood, the Cinnamon Cinephile, and we are signing off. Thank you for joining us for Lovecraft County. We are going to follow the show for the rest of the episode. So we're going to be back with uh, more on what is going on with Tick, Letty, George, and Montrose. <laughs> Good night. Good night. <laughs>